Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We'll see if we see any trash talking tonight uh, as we examine what's going on in the association on a Friday night. Uh, you're listening to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Chelsea Messenger here. Kate Constable filling in for Jenks. Let's start in Philly. The Sixers and the Cavs squaring off. We've got Cleveland laying three and a half on the road. Total of 228 and a half. And both of these teams, I believe, coming off a back-to-back. So do those things cancel each other out? Or is there anything we can draw from that that you go in, that you put into this handicap? Yeah, both teams coming off of a loss. I mean, the Cavs are favored by six or seven, kind of depending on when you got that number yesterday over Orlando and lost that game outright. I think Cleveland's the right side here. Philadelphia mm-hmm. without Joel Embiid has just really struggled and struggled to generate offense, struggled to defend. They've lost three of their last four. They got... Um, beat by the Knicks pretty badly last night, despite being favorites. And you could get Donovan Mitchell back tonight for the Cavs, which would be huge. So if you like Cleveland and you think there's a chance that Mitchell comes back, which I do uh, because he was out with an illness yesterday, I think he's able to bounce back tonight. Uh, I would take this number now because once Mitchell is announced in again, I I mean, that I don't know that for sure, but I would imagine this number is probably going to go up a little bit more. Cleveland's defense has just been so tough this season that with the the offensive struggles that Philly has had without Embiid, that's not going to get any easier against this Cleveland defense, especially a Cleveland team that's coming off of a loss last night. So I I'm, have not bet this yet, but in this next break, I'm likely going to go over to bet MGM and lay the three and a half with the Cavs. Yeah, I like the Cavs here a lot. It's crazy to me that Cleveland's actually been better on the road than they yeah. have been at home. They're 17 and 8 away and 19 and 10 at home. So this is actually a spot where they've actually been better at winning games. And we've got a relatively short spread here. Like you said, Donovan Mitchell, if he comes back, is a huge boost to this Cleveland mm-hmm. team. Meanwhile, Philly just. I thought maybe adding Buddy Heald would be, you know, a little bit of a help to them. Maybe it will be in the long run, but still last night, not winning, not covering uh, against the Knicks. I think Cleveland is probably the right side there. Let's go to Houston. The Suns coming off a back-to-back and squaring off with the Rockets. Phoenix laying three and a half, total of 229 and a half. Last night after the game, Kevin Durant seemed a little pissed off at himself he took full accountability he said listen I'm the guy that's making a ton of money I've got to make those shots so do you think this goes into this game at all the fact that the Suns are coming off a loss I do 
but the Rockets have been oddly good at home. Like they cannot perform on the road, but at home they're decent. So um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take the Rockets outright to win, but I'm going back and forth on whether or not I like them to cover. I, I The Suns need to continue winning games because in the standings, like they're not terribly, I mean, what are they right now? They are, oh, they just dropped to seventh in the mm-hmm. West. So they're in the play-in right now. I mean, that lost to the Mavs. The Mavs jumped them there. The Suns need to keep winning games. And this is a game that the Suns should be able to win despite being on a back-to-back, just talent level. Um, it would be great if they could get Bradley Beal back tonight. I kind of doubt that's going to happen. If anything, I mean, hearing Kevin Durant's comments after the game, like maybe you look at Kevin Durant's props, like points props or, you know, PRA, something like that, and just kind of narrow things down in that aspect versus taking a a side here. Because, um, yeah, with this Phoenix team, the health issues that they have, I, I have a hard time backing them on when they're on a back-to-back because their roster gets so thin and they don't have a ton of depth. But then again, are the Rockets really that much of a danger to – Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. So I don't, I'm not going to play anything in this game tonight. Again, maybe look at Durant's points over um, after his performance last night. Yeah, this one, it's a little tough for me because I would want to lean towards Phoenix, but after seeing those fourth quarter stats that we were talking about in the top of the show, it makes me kind of nervous. I didn't know yeah. that Phoenix ranks dead last in the NBA in points scored in the fourth quarter, I don't know if it's like the lack of depth or something about the offense that shuts down in the fourth quarter, but that would certainly make me nervous if this game was close going into the fourth quarter. And Houston is a formidable opponent. Like, I know they're not one of the top teams in the NBA, but like you said, at home this year, 19-9 and nine straight up, a team that's been pretty solid when playing in Houston. And last time around, these two teams squared off uh, back in December. Uh, we had Phoenix winning it. On the road, 129 to 113, but you should note that Phoenix shot 57% from the field and out-rebounded Houston in this game. So maybe the field goal percentage not necessarily repeatable, but I think I would still lean towards the Suns. Not my favorite play, though. Uh, We've got a a couple minutes left. Looking at the rest of the schedule, which of these games are your favorites, or is there a game that you like the most? Well, Chelsea, I came on here on Wednesday for my weekly hit with you guys and told you to start betting the the Hornets. Yes, thrown it up on the screen right here. Hornets beat the Jazz outright last night. They were 10-point underdogs, 13.5 points uh, tonight. 13.5-point underdogs against the Warriors. I'm, I really, really, really want to take the Hornets here. I don't know if that's the smart thing to do. But Charlotte, they actually have like real NBA players on their roster now. And so their offense is getting better. Their defense has actually been pretty good. I think the Hornets can keep this within 13 and a half. I mean, I don't think the market has quite caught up to how well they're playing post trade deadline. They actually have some good pieces now. They're not going to go into Golden State and win this game, especially on a back to back. Now Golden State is also on a back to back after beating the Lakers. But I'm leaning, I'm leaning hardcore to Charlotte here. We'll see if I can get there and fully back them by the end of the show. And uh, maybe that'll be one of my best bets. But I kind of like the Hornets. Ooh, risky business when you're trusting some of the worst teams in the league. But I totally get it. It's 13 and a half points. I do think Golden State needs to win games at this point. And maybe you take the Hornets win last night with a grain of salt. Like beating the Jazz, who trade away like most of their best pieces. 
it's not like the signature win that you would hope for, but it's the Hornets. And they're also getting 13 and a half points and facing a team off a back-to-back. The game that I'm most interested, I think, is the Bucks and the T-Wolves. The Bucks as underdogs have been god-awful this year. One in five straight up when they're getting points. I think this is normally the case. When you see one of the big-time teams in the NBA getting points, it should tell you something that they are not favorites in this game for a reason. So I think I'll be laying the four and a half or whatever that number is with the T-Wolves in Minnesota. The T-Wolves, damn good team. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.